This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show. Now we're coming back to New York City. We've got to save our city, John, right? We're going to talk to Nicole Galinas. She is a contributing editor to the Manhattan Institute City Journal and also writer for the New York Post. And when it comes to the MTA, subway and crime, nobody knows it better than Nicole Galinas. Nicole, tell us, what is the latest on the MTA's congestion pricing plan I know they're having their first virtual hearing tonight at 5. There was a big rally by cab drivers, Lyft and Uber yesterday. Obviously, their industry would be decimated by this. So tell us what's the latest on the congestion pricing plan. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Well, I guess we have something to do during this supposedly slow month of August with all of these rallies and almost a 1,000 people signing up for the virtual hearings that started a half an hour ago. So where are we with congestion pricing uh, to back up and give people the short history, the state, when Cuomo was governor, passed the congestion pricing law in 2019. So that was three and a half years ago as part of that year's uh, budget, passed the law that allowed the MTA to create this program to raise a billion dollars a year from drivers coming into Manhattan below 60th Street. And that money is supposed to go to transit infrastructure improvement. So here we are three and a half years along. We finally have these hundreds of pages of environmental documents that the Biden and the Hochul administrations delayed for months and months and months. I mean, remember, congestion pricing was supposed to start uh, early 2021. It's going to be at least two years late. So why did Biden and Hochul... Uh, delay and delay and delay the release of these documents. Well, now we kind of have some hints why. This will increase traffic in the Bronx. You'll have anywhere from 200 to 700 more trucks going across the Cross Bronx Expressway every day, even though people promised for years congestion pricing will reduce asthma in the South Bronx. It will help every New York neighborhood by reducing traffic everywhere throughout the city. And, you know, there's a I mean, other- the, the cross, uh, county, uh, the cross, cross Bronx. Bronx Expressway is dead. It's dead in its tracks already. I mean, how can you re-increase trucks? I know. It's already completely congested. Yeah. And why is this yeah. good for the environment? I must have missed something. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing, you know, that we have seven different scenarios. You know, the MTA has released seven ideas. It could cost $9 to $23 to drive into Manhattan at peak times, depending on which of the plans they pick. But in all of them, the truck traffic on the Cross Bronx will increase. Now, some of the congestion pricing advocates are saying that's not true. Other private models say truck traffic on the Cross Bronx wouldn't increase. But the fact that they couldn't even get one of their own models to show a neutral result for the Cross Bronx, it doesn't bode well. And, you know, for for 70 years since we built the Cross Bronx, transportation advocates have been saying this the Cross Bronx is a racist highway. It was the original sin. We sent all the traffic from Manhattan to the Bronx and we have to undo these mistakes. And then 
we have this plan that comes out, says it'll increase traffic on the Cross Bronx, and the advocates kind of say, eh, you know, we'll fix that later. It doesn't really bode well for coming up with a better plan over the next couple months. What's to happened- that point, oh, uh, Nicole, this is David Patterson. My Hi, question, David. how are you? Good, uh, Governor, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, who is actually making the final decisions on this? In other words, they're kicking it back and forth. But who's actually the one that's actually going to be able to basically change the destiny of the whole city? Ultimately, it's the governor. I mean, you know, because you 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 had this job. The governor is in charge of the MTA. The MTA board eventually will vote on all of these things. What is the toll? Do you get a credit for going through the Lincoln Tunnel? Do you get a credit on the George Washington Bridge? Uh, what what do you do about cabs? We haven't even they haven't even thought uh, well they've thought about it but they have not come to a decision on cabs. Keep in mind they've had three and a half years to think about this, but ultimately <laughs> it will be the governor to to pull push the button on this thing or not. And what happens that about means if you go through the Midtown Tunnel, it could be fifteen dollars plus. Yes. Twenty three dollars, thirty eight dollars to go to the Midtown Tunnel. Yeah, it'll be like fifty bucks just to come into the city. That'd now, be what, very good for the New York City economy. Oh, absolutely. So in London, what's happened there? Because they have congestion oh, pricing had, there. Uh, we had yes. one of the people on from London yesterday, from Boris Johnson's cabinet, and she said that London, that center area, has now become like a ghost town. Everybody's on their bikes, but it's super flat there. And she said, but outside of that area, it's uh, completely congested, and we'll probably see a lot of you know cabs or whatever cars double park like above 60th street is that what you're hearing as well i mean obviously it didn't work well in london so why the heck do they think it would work well here right so in other words you're moving the congestion from the central business district to the circumference of the city correct that's where the the uh, exactly wow the, the always suffering outer boroughs the I'm, outer I'm sorry. Boroughs, no, and anybody I, above 60th above, yeah the, the people so, suffering Will be the people above 60th Street. It's ridiculous. So it's and not all good of for you the guys environment. Above 60th. Yeah, but it's not good for the environment. It's not good for the economy. It's not good for tourism. It's not good for all the stores and the restaurants pockets. and the theater. It's the most ridiculous proposal in the world, and yet they won't give it up. And meanwhile, the subways are still too dangerous to to take. Uh, Nicole, what are you hearing? Yeah, and I just you know wanted to also mention uh, Congresswoman Maliotakis. She has a point. I know she's talking tonight at the at the hearing that uh, Staten Island, in some of the earlier proposals for congestion pricing, which Sam Schwartz very thoughtfully put together, the toll on the Verrazano Narrows would have been cut because the whole idea was there's no direct rapid transit from Staten Island to Midtown. So in return for playing, paying for the congestion fee, the toll on the Staten Island-Brooklyn uh, crossing would be cut. It wouldn't be zero, but it would be cut. And that has completely disappeared from this plan with no explanation. So that was an important thing many years ago to try to get Staten Islanders on board. It just totally disappeared. And in addition to the Bronx getting more traffic, Staten Island will also see more traffic according to these environmental documents. So they do have a real uh, legitimate concern. I mean, what benefit is Staten Island getting in return for having a, a second toll and bearing more traffic on the Staten Island railroads? Really good point. So, what Nicole, it, good so they're Nicole. just saying they don't they don't know. You know what? They're they're full of crap. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, it's, another I good point. Blame, <laughs> yeah, I don't blame the MTA. You know, they no. they are working within a highly inflexible law that was created three and a half years ago before COVID. Uh, lots of issues here, oh, the governor. and it's it's the state. Ultimately, it's the state legislature and the governor. Yep, I agree with you. Well, thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you, Nicole Galinas. Thank you so much for all that you do. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.